this girl's clearly going to be a bigger character because why the fuck she would she duck. have this duck who's like crazy designed, has an awesome beanie and a little thing for water in front of him. Oh, he's great. Yeah, dude, he has a little sippy cup. I was like, oh, dude, I love it. I love this stupid duck. Yo ho ho, he took a bite of gum gum. Hello and welcome everyone to the Bite of Gum Gum podcast, episode four. My name is Adrian and I'm your host. And here I have Bryce on my side. Hey everybody, welcome back. Welcome back everyone. Uh, last week, well actually last week, holy shit. We didn't really, really record very, uh, that long ago because we did sk- skip a week last week or the week before. Um, we did the Arlong arc and Luke Town arc, right? And again, Arlong arc is was really, really good. It's it was incredible. Um, really like trajected, like pushed me to want to watch more, and and I have been watching a lot more. Before it was very piecemeal, but now I'm like, oh shit, I. I want to see what happens next. Um, this we have ended the East Blue Saga, and we are going into the Alabasta Saga. And this episode is more going to focus on like the Alabasta story, right? Is like the overarching thing, like the main bad guy and all that. And this is kind of like the introduction, and then like the journey to get to the actual meat of the story is what it feels like. I really don't know if you remember much of these, these arcs, Bryce, but there's like a Candleman. This is where we meet Chopper. Um, do you have any like memories or anything like that? Of, like I think Walpole you mentioned you didn't really like. Yeah, um, there's a lot of really vague things that I still remember about it, but mm-hmm. there of course will be tidbits that I miss because it's been like over ten years since I've seen the, seen these. Yeah, well, and. Ten years. And it's not something you would like really go back to watch. I wouldn't describe it as. Um, I, I definitely probably going to go through this pretty quickly because it is a lot of episodes. But there's, it's not a whole lot happens, right? It's just more like, hey, we meet, we set up the story for this next coming saga, right? Because the first saga was just about meeting the crew and doing all their like their stories, right? And then this right, next saga is like right. a big like, okay, here's we're in the grand line now. Here's our first, well, we're introducing the Grand Line, and here's like our first bad guy or problem, right? Mm-hmm. They, they, the crew gets into trouble pretty quickly as soon as they enter the Grand Line. And yeah, it, it's, again, it's not, again, each each of these little arcs that we're going to go hard, like, feel like filler, but they kind of just like build the world a little bit. And it's really nothing mind-blowing. Again, like I said, it's you probably won't remember much of this stuff that I'm going over other than like, this is when we meet Vivi. And my boy Karu, my boy Karu, dude. (laughs) (laughs) I really like that stupid duck. I don't know why. Um, And and setting up like the whole the grand line and how it even works, which is like a super weird thing. But so the first arc is called Reverse Mountain. Uh, The grand line in itself was like a piece of land, I think you described. But do you remember? It's like it's actually like a fun time ride like you you basically ride a like a slide up a mountain and then ride it back down to the other side of the of the grand line basically like you are crossing a line by riding this giant river i know the grand line is like a physical landmark yeah separating the area 
separating everything. And as soon as you guys get across the mountain, they run into this whale here, who is like the biggest thing we've ever seen in the series. And immediately, like the last episode before this cuts off to them running into this guy and being like, "What the hell is this thing?" Um, again, this is it's what what is this whale's name? A laboon. The first line of defense, Laboon appears. Laboon is this giant whale, basically that. Like, story, long story short, he's he's like been bashing his head against the Grand Line for years and years and years. That's why he's all fucked up at the top. Um, eventually, the crew finds out that uh, he, like there was a pirate that made a promise to him that he would like come back and see him eventually. The dickhead never came back, and the poor whale is like super depressed about it. Um, and has been trying to like, I guess he's trying to get back across where the, the pirate came from. I'm not sure exactly. Cause the whales on the grand line side, right? Like this side is the grand line. Yeah. The, the way coming down. Yeah. But the pirate never came back, but I, I guess I just don't fully understand why the whales just trying to get across to the other side. Cause the pirate guy, um, basically ditched and left one of his crewmates to like take care of the whale um, they were like all buddy buddy and super best friends and all that. A uh, really funny scene here where Luffy first bumps into the whale. He like punches it in the eye, and everyone freaks out. Um, Luffy's mad because the whale, like when they crashed into the whale, it broke the little tip of the ship. And that's where like Luffy always sits, and he's just angry. He just immediately puts punches the dude in the eye, and of course the whale just doesn't really feel it. But he just drinks them or eats them, right? And apparently there's this, in the, the whale's stomach, this has been this dude who's living there this whole time. And he's basically like Laboon's doctor. Again, like I said, the pirates had left the guy behind to take care of him. This is mm -hmm. the guy. And I guess they're like, I think this, I think they say the sky is painted. So apparently this guy painted the inside of this whale's stomach. <laughs> it's, it's like really weird shit. Like it's getting really weird. I didn't know what to expect when I was like watching. It's like, what the fuck is happening? Um, but yeah, it's just, he made, he's made like an ecosystem inside this whale while like he medicates it and like takes care of it. There's all this um, like tunnels and shit inside. But yeah, th this is the old doctor guy here. And he's just chilling. This his little house is like an island, mm -hmm. or is like a boat, right? So it just floats around the the whale's stomach. Okay. Yeah, like like again, like I don't even know, I would never remember these episodes. Like I don't know if you remember at all. Not but, at all, dude. Yeah, like this is when we first meet. I saw this character, and I was immediately like, "Okay, I've seen this lady somewhere before." Mm -hmm. And she's calling herself Miss Wednesday. But, like, she's framed as, like, a... I mean, any anime you would see, like, a character... These two chuckle fucks show up. And you're like, oh, they're, like, a Team Rocket. They're going to get knocked out and not be super important later. Or they may show up a couple times, right? Like, they, they just look like dumbasses. They're, they're putting off that vibe. Yeah. yeah. And, and they're, like, talk... They talk like Austin Powers, like, villains and shit. Where they're like, hey, baby, I'm number nine. Like... And and so and they have this like this weird '70s style and stuff. They call it yeah, Mister Nine. Her name is Miss Wednesday, and they're like a co-op crew. I think they were trying to kill the whale to get meat or something, like to feed their people. 
that's like what they ended up telling everyone but like immediately like luffy they like shoot rockets in in the whale's stomach and luffy just knocks the shit out of him right and just knocks him out um and then yeah the, the next episode really is where luffy fights the whale uh, to make him like you've learned the whale's backstory that I went over earlier. Luffy fights the whale, and um, oh yeah, you like Luffy grabs the freaking mast of the ship and then stabs the whale with it for no reason other than to piss him off. And uh, he's trying to uh, go to him into so fighting mad. him. Yeah, and everyone's like, "What the hell is this guy doing? He like broke our mast in the Grand Line." And yeah, the whale's super pissed, and yeah, this is just him, him and Luffy just basically duke it out. And I think Luffy says like, I think Luffy says like, yeah, yeah, he's like trying to say, like, "I'm strong, right? You want to fight me again one day?" Um, but basically, makes another promise with the whale to come see him again to replace uh-huh. the old guy. And the whale's like, you know, he gets super sad and happy, you know, but it, it kind of like breaks his depression that he has like a new friend now. Um, and this is where we again we meet. Oh, this is where they exp- explain logs. I imagine I'm trying to get a good shot of it. It's this little thing in Luffy's hand, right? They're called logs, right? Is this a new kind of compass? Yeah, is this? I imagine this is like how the series moves forward because apparently the Grand Line, you can't. There's like so many magnetic waves that you can't really tell where you're going. So people use these logs to like record mag- neck magnetism or something. And only each log really points to the one it's recorded to, right? And this one is one you can use to like record stuff, but there are ones that are like this one points to the giant island. This one points to Alabasta. And I'm guessing this is something that like continues throughout the series. Right. Yeah. It's just it's just like this is how they travel the world or like figure out this is how like the grand line is not mapped out perfectly because something is super everything is super fucked up i imagine they need a professional navigator to get through yeah and yeah this is where like they introduced this whole concept of like <sighs> how even traveling in the grand line is gonna go the first one they get asanji and luffy are fighting and they end up breaking the first one immediately they were trying to get a good shot of it Sanji kicks the shit out of Luffy for something. I think he ate all the food. He flies by and breaks the very first one. But thankfully, um, Mr. Nine and Miss Wednesday have one. And she's like, hey, we'll take you back to our island. Or can you let us ride back to your island and all that. He painted a big skull on the on the, on the the whale. And they're off to uh, their home. Uh, Miss Wednesday's home. Because I believe it would be like logically the next island. They eventually get there. It is a island where like pirates are celebrated. I'm trying to find a good shot. Yeah, they get to this island, and there's just a bunch of people like celebrating that they're there because they're like, "Oh, we love pirates so much. You guys are like so cool." It's like I'm the mayor. Welcome. Um, this it seems m- familiar. Yeah, the ma ma guy. He has he has a whole thing going, but every time he he like needs to clear his throat, he goes ma ma ma. <laughs> and that's like his, his thing i guess clearly though like you see all these characters right and you're like okay this guy's important right like he's clearly gonna show up more or 
have a bigger role to play because he's there's too much design going on here. He's very quirky. Yeah, quirky dude. Anytime you see a character that looks like that, you're like, all right. And basically, they're partying. Usopp's being a liar. People are drinking and trying to outdrink each other, and they're just like partying, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't really know what these Miss Wednesday and what's his face are doing, uh, but they're like writing a note on like their mission. Um, Luffy pets up, passes out from eating, and then it's revealed that hey, we're gonna capture these guys. This guy has a bounty on his head, but Zoro was never knocked out because he's a Chad and was expecting the whole, the whole thing is actually an island filled with bounty hunters. And um, I believe they're called Baroque's Works. Uh, it's basically the reason Zoro knows about him is they tried to recruit him way back when. Because he's a pirate hunter. Yeah, he was a pirate hunter, right? So they're trying to recruit him to join his ranks. And that's the reason he like even knows about them. But basically this island would trick pirates into coming in and then like do this. And then collect their bounties. Like, GG easy. GG easy money, right? Like, that's how they're just... Yeah. And this is just, like, one of the very things Baroque's Works does. Baroque's Works has, like, a bunch of other things they do, but this is, like, one of their sources of income, basically. Uh, and, and the next episode is just Zoro just, like, just fucking the town up, right? He's just... There's a bunch of level ones and the level 100 fighting everyone. Uh, Nami was also playing, like, figured up something was odd because, of course, like, clearly something was off about these people. And she goes around doing Nami things, like, trying to rob them. But she's like, I- I'm not finding anything here. What the hell? And um, Zoro's using his cursed sword for the first time. And he's like, oh, this this cursed sword, uh, it cuts more than I want it to. Because he's not, like, trying to kill these people. But he's mm-hmm. like, this cursed sword is, is doing too much. I need to like thirst. control it. Yeah, like it's thirsty, which is like an, he never mentions it again or brings it up. It's just, he just like says one line. And there's like, oh my, my sword is so thirsty. Zoro is so stupid, powerful, and it's hard to tell like where his level really lies. Um, because and him both both him and Luffy feel like they are like on equal levels, and of course like they're gonna show that later too. But yeah, it, it's just oh, this is where Karu's first summon. I think this girl's riding this duck. Okay, I saw her on this duck then, and saw okay, this girl's clearly going to be a bigger character because why the fuck she would she duck. have this duck who's like crazy designed, has an awesome beanie and a little thing for water in front of him? Oh, he's great. A little, he's, sippy cup, a little bendy straw. Yeah, dude, he has a little sippy cup. I was like, oh, dude, I love it. I love this stupid duck. And yeah, and this girl shows up or. The duck shows up and she tries. She has like a dumb move where like she, oh she has a dumb like dance and perfume move, but she like stuns him with it, and then she has like a dumb, like of all weapons, it's a little ring finger thing that she spins fast and cuts. Lady, just get a sword, a dagger, a sling ring. Yeah, it's a little sling. Encourage just misses. He just fucking, he's just like he's just completely. They're not built for this clearly. And of course, later revealed why, but they're not really um, super assassins. This music guy though has like a shotgun saxophone, and it's just blasting Ooh. at um, Zoro. He also has like little cannons in his hair that like shoot like turrets. 
and it makes like a really annoying sound every time it shoots. It's it actually doesn't sound super awesome. I mean, yeah, it's just these guys just fighting Zoro. You know, they take a few hostage. Eventually, these these guys show up. These are like our first uh, Devil Fruit users that like they actually have to deal with, right? Not just run away from. Mm-hmm. Or first Devil Fruit users in the Grand Line. It's a Mr. Five, and I don't remember her name, honestly. Lemon Lady. This is the Lemon Lady. Uh, Mr. Five is a bomb man. So anything he does, like, he can explode. So that includes, like, he flings boogers at people, which is real fucking gross. But he flings his boogers at people, and they explode. But also, he just, like, touches them. He can make himself explode, and it doesn't hurt him. He just describes himself as, like, the explosion man, which you would think... Right, like would be like a crazy overpowered ability, and like a main villain would have some sort of power like this, but mm-hmm. no, it's He's just got- this guy. But apparently, all the Barracks Works rankings have a um, like a number. Everyone has a number, and the top five are all Devil Fruit users, and they all are partnered with a female called Miss Something. A day of the week, I can't remember for the life of me her name. She, uh, Lemon Lady, what do you, th- do you remember her power at all? No, dude, I don't even remember Mr. Five. Really? I, I like, the only, I, I have vague memories of, like, the big, uh, like, Quaker's Oat guy, but that's it. <laughs> the Quaker's Oat guy. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, her, she ate the Kilo Kilo fruit, which is, um, apparently magic magic speak for like pounds right, right. Well, kilo. kilograms yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's, it's some weird otherworldly metric of weight because we mm-hmm. in america use pounds it's the only and way it's the only way this, this is the most accurate way and if then, there's anything yes. else that y'all's lying yeah this is, this is, uh, why why would anyone use anything yeah. other than pounds it doesn't uh, exist yeah. Then yeah, he's exploding, man. Um, initially, these guys thought they were getting help, but they actually showed up to assassinate. Basically, basically their boss is called Mister Zero, and someone mm-hmm. found out his identity and was about to leak it, and they know who it is. And these guys came to assassinate it. That person, and it is revealed that it is Quaker's Oats guy, and um. There, there, there he is blasting. He's, he's got his little hair, <laughs> hair curl cannons. Yeah, his dumb freaking hair curl cannons. That was not set his hair on fire. Anyways. And uh, Miss Wednesday are the ones behind behind it all. And they're not actually bounty hunters. They're like spies. And yeah, they're here to assassinate them, basically. And the episode after that, it is, it is them just trying to assassinate those people. Mr. Nine, her partner is trying to help her out because they've been partners. This is where he shoots his fucking dub booger bomb and super gross. He shot it in his mouth, man. That's so gross. And explodey. But it is revealed later that Miss Wednesday is the princess of Alabasta. And they were here to, like, figure out... Basically, they were trying to get information. Quaker's old man asks them to save them. And he'll pay handsomely. And then Nami, like, is totally about it because she wants to get paid. And Zoro's super pissed. is like, why why are we doing this? 
I don't care about your damn money. And it's oh, because he borrowed money from her. Yeah, yeah he borrowed money from her. And like, get his gold. Yeah, she's like, go pay me back. And then she says something like, um, she says something like, uh, oh, can't you ever like make keep a promise or something like uh, Zoro? And he's like, you bitch, dude. How dare you? Yeah, I, I do remember this part. Is that yeah, you, she's like three hundred percent interest. Yeah, yeah. Can't you can't you keep even a single promise? And he makes this great face. <laughs> it's like do what you do what I say. Maybe we'll be be even. Yeah, and it's, you're not gonna die a good death. It's it's a really funny scene between the crew. Uh, Bullying when, Zoro. Yeah, it's just she she bullies him all the time. Uh, Miss Wednesday and Haru are just trying to escape. So you know, like that. Remember when they fought that Ronin dude, right? Who's like, "Oh, I'm gonna jump up straight in the air and then attack straight down." And it's like you would just step on the to the side and avoid the attack. That is oh, all yeah. Miss Kilo Miss Kilo Kilo does. She just goes up in the air. She weighs one kilogram and then goes straight down, weighing ten thousand kilograms, which I'm assuming is a hundred pounds, two hundred pounds. I don't know. It's just we'll just, I, I, we'll I, just actually, say it's it's heavy. It's very I'm yeah I'm bullshitting. It's probably a strange, a, it's probably a strange system too. in One Piece. I don't understand. Yeah, it, but we'll just say it's magic heavy. numbers. She might as well be shooting a Kamehameha wave. Um, but yeah, she just drops down and she's being up all her friends. But Zoro's there to save him. And I think uh, Cracker Oats kind of explains more of what's going on. But what's funny is that <laughs> what's funny is that Luffy had waking up during all of this. And he found like all the villagers all fucked up and like beat up. And he asked, like, who did this to you? It's like your green haired friend Zoro. And 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 Luffy finally shows up to the fight and he's like, Zoro, I'm here to kick your ass. He's like super mad. Um so I'm gonna make you pay, let's fight. And Zoro's like, Why? What are you talking about? And it's because Luffy thinks like he doesn't realize what's going on. Yeah. And he, he thinks these people were just super nice and took him in. Yeah, and he call, and he calls Zoro ingrate. He's like, I'm gonna kick your ass, you're ingrate. And he's like, ingrate. <laughs> they gave us yummy food, and he, and he's like, no evil people would give us yummy food. That's that's Luffy's logic. It's like no mm-hmm. one would ever feed us. Food. Like if they were actually evil, they would not give us yummy food. And it's literally he a waddles. Whole... He's waddling over there. Yeah, he's like freaking. He's like a bubble. He's like a balloon man right now because he's so filled with food from that he paid, paid him and he's like actually attacking them like this is the first time they actually fight each other seriously because Luffy's so mad he's like you fuck with Luffy's food dude he doesn't like it yeah he's even Zoro's like he's actually serious and it's like a whole episode of Mr. Five and Kilo Kilo trying to assassinate this girl but Zoro and Luffy are just fighting each other and getting in the way and they're and they're the two assassins are just in the way of their fight. Oh shit! That actually reminds me. I think out of the out of the whole English dub, that one scene where Luffy jumps up at Zoro and he just screams at him. I think that's like the best like English dub moment in the oh, entire really? series. I think it's extremely highly rated. I, I think that's the scene. What is uh, show, which part? Where like Luffy, like they start the fight. Luffy jumps at uh, Zoro. Oh yeah! Like when they start the fight. Yeah, we'd probably maybe have to look that up. Maybe we'll find the clip later, and I'll show it to you, and you can splice it in or something. Cause it, I think it, it's pretty good. Yeah. 
is like actually well voice acted or is it just funny yes or yeah it's it's really well voice acted and it's funny i bet if you type in the best english uh again this whole episode is just the two assassins are literally in the way of luffy's fight and it's really it's really funny um this girl like pops up oh, i'm so tired of this i'm gonna attack you now and luffy just kicked the shit out of this guy in the meantime luffy's no longer fat anymore and he's like I- i'm ready to fight and meanwhile like uh miss wednesday's like so like what the hell you're like kicking these guys like no problem who are you people uh because the the one through five are supposed to be crazy strong and like little floating ladies like trying to attack zoro and meanwhile, Zoro's just talking to Luffy, just completely ignoring her, ignoring her, and she gets super pissed. And and then again, the butt. yeah, the the she butt plunges, and he just moves to the <laughs> side. It's like it's like completely ignoring them. Still, like again, they're just in the way. And yeah, it, Luffy's just an idiot, and they fight for serious. And you know, there's like shock waves and shit. This is the first time these are like the two strongest characters in the show actually fighting, and this is like the first time actually seeing that, which which is cool. Uh-huh. And even Zoro's like, "Hey, I've kind of wanted to know which one of us would win." Karu and Miss Windsor are like, uh, "How do we get through all this bullshit? Like, we're gonna get caught up in their fight." And and again, yeah, and, and again, the, the assassins try to get get in the way again, and both of them are like quit being so damn annoying, and they just knock their asses out again. I um, found the clip. It's called the one time the One Piece dub was better. It, it was that scene. It's good to see you. Is buddy. that showing on your screen? Yeah, but there's no sound. It's good to see you, buddy. It's like, you, buddy. Save it. Oh, I, I, I think of the, I guess in the English dub, he doesn't explain it. He's yeah. just like immediately attacks him. Which is actually pretty funny. Nami finally shows up and calms them down. And just knocks the shit out. Like, they've just been... The whole point was to save Miss Wednesday. And... These two idiots are just fighting. And, like, almost... Even, like, getting Miss Wednesday killed in the process. Nami, of course, being, like, the... Responsible adult, I guess. And she's just the one who, like, keeps him on, on, in line. That's, like, her whole character at this point. Is keeping these idiots in line. Um, she she knocks some sense back into them, and and they're still trying to fight. Um, and yeah, it's just this is where she explains her name is Vivi, um, and that her country's like being sabotaged by Baroque Works, who are like this grand organization, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're like causing basically a rebellion in her country. And they're, like, framing her dad and all that for, like, a bunch of bad shit. And she was here, like, trying to find information. Um, and she was like, hey, it's a grand experience. Like, if I tell you anything, you're going to get wrapped up on this and you're going to die probably because they'll try to assassinate you. These guys are for super real. And Nami's like, okay, shut up. Don't tell me. We're leaving. Like, she's <laughs> like, she's like, I don't want any part of this. She's like, don't ask me. Don't, don't ask me who it is. And then, yeah, she, she's like... Yeah, the guys try to take over country. Like, please don't tell us. And, and, and then dumbass Vivi says, like, oh, it's the seven war- one of the seven warlords of the sea, Crocodile. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, what the hell you just told us? And they start freaking out. But, but 
and Luffy's like super excited. But these two little animals are at the top. I don't even know if you remember these guys. They're called like the Unluckies. These dude up here, they're like, they're like the deliver, they're like the delivery guys, or like they enact punishments on the spies if they fuck up, or something like that. She told because no one's supposed to know who Mister Zero is, and she let the crew know immediately. And these guys are like just up there, like, okay, we got your faces now. We're gonna go tell everyone to go kill you. Like they immediately get spotted. They're the narcs. Yeah, they're, they're like the narcs. And there's a really funny scene here, where like Nami's like, "Why did you tell me?" And, they, and it's like she's like, "Who's that seabird and otter? What the hell?" And Luffy's excited, of course, because he's like a, a warlord. Um, and uh, and Nami's just trying to like freaking out. She thinks her life is over because, as far as they know, like the seven warlords are fucking crazy powerful, right? The, the like, only frame of reference they have is Mihawk. Yeah, they only point. have Mihawk at this point. So she's like, oh, we're dead. Like, it, it's over. I'm running away. And then, oh. look, then around the corner, this little otter is just, like, just drawing their pictures and then shows it to her. He's like, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha bitch. And then, it, then immediately they just, like, she's like, that's so good. It's like, they're wrapped up in it. Uh, Quaker Zotes guy shows up dressed up like Vivi, um, because he's like, well, I got a plan. It was really funny seeing Nami depressed over here on the side. She's like, mm -hmm. she's like, we just got to the Grand Line, and we already made an enemy of one of the Seven Warlords. What the hell? Yeah, and Nami's like, not up for it. Uh, the guy gives them a, a log for Alabasta, and he, basically his plan is, or I think his plan was, I'm going to just go straight to Alabasta because that's the thing, the thing they think will do. And they're obviously mm -hmm. going to chase me. I'm going to act like I'm you and all that. And you guys take the long way by bouncing from island to island and trying to find your way there naturally. Mm -hmm. um, but this guy, like, immediately, like, the guy is selling away and they're saying goodbye. As soon as they cut to this, what do you think is going to happen? What does this frame look like is about to happen? In animes, whenever there's a lone thing in the middle of a giant field, it's always a giant explosion. And yeah, he just he gets just wiped out. And it kind of shows like, oh, these guys are super serious and super powerful because they they already they got reported maybe like five minutes ago, right? Like not even, mm -hmm. and are already getting attacked like outright. Like they're just immediate. Like oh, we know who you are. You guys are dead. Right, and it kind of, sh it definitely. This is a part where I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm interested in this arc now," because it shows like, "Oh, these guys are like super serious, right? Like they're actually out for blood." Yeah, they're like out for blood yeah. and like not fucking around. Like they just killed them immediately, right? It's like you're dead. Like it's over. Um, which maybe later I, I don't feel as much as that as we meet some of the other numbers, right? It's just, mm -hmm. again, it's that issue of like, hey, the main villain seems really cool. And then like their cronies, I'm just like, I really don't care. They're not, they're not that great. It's, and you're mostly dealing with the cronies, but it, it, Luffy sees this happen and he like gets mad for a second, but he realizes like, we gotta go. And he just says, he was a great man. And then just, they just start going. They're like, we gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. Which is a really cool scene. Um, where they're just all rushing through the city. And there's this this lady. I know she's a 
she's a popular character, right? Mm-hmm. Like inc- immensely, because I've s- just seen her on shit, like just randomly everywhere, right? But she's just, mm-hmm. she looks really cool here, and it seems like she's the one who blew up everything. But she's she uh, next episode, she, at the end of this episode, she shows up on their ship. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's kind of like messing with them and toying with them. I'm not, I'm not sure why. Uh, I I haven't even got to that point yet in terms of where I'm at in the show. But mm-hmm. at, at this point, everyone's going to the ship, and there's a really cute scene here where like, where like for a minute or two, like Vivi's like, I I don't know where Karu Karu's at. Is like we we got to go look for him. No, I can't leave him behind. And you would do the like, same. Yeah. <laughs> And, and they're like, and Zora's like, what's the issue? It's like, her duck is missing. Zora's like, you mean you mean this guy right here? And Kara's just already on the ship. He's already like, yo, let's go. Whack. It's like, whack. Kara's great comedic relief. I, I like him in all the episodes he's in. Um, but it's just really funny. He's like, bitch, I'm already on the ship. Let's go. Like, I'm done with this. Um, but yeah, they escape. Uh, I don't know what she, her name is, this lady. She like how she's drawn in a lot. I think it's really cool because no one looks like her. It might be Miss All Sunday, or that's what her code name is, Miss All Sunday. And she basically shows up on the ship. Is like I could take you all out right now, but she's like kind of like playing a game with them. It seems, and she's apparently Mister Zero's um, partner. Like you said, partner. Yeah. All the numbers are assigned a day, a day of the week. Yeah, and yeah, it, it's it's. It's it's her partner. Oh, it's a really cool scene where like they all immediately like aim their guns at her and shit. It's really cool. Um, what did Sanji point at her? A guy. He just got a gat, dude. Sanji, what? He just whipped out a gat. Yeah, like he, he didn't pull up his feet or nothing. Nah, he's like, like she gets really mad. And she's like, "Don't you mock me?" And like he just pulls out a gun, which maybe Sanji should do more. I don't know, but apparently there's a gun on the ship. Gun on the Again, ship. Those aren't threatening people. Gun on the ship. Usopp still doesn't use it. But yeah, she's a she's a devil fruit user, clearly again, because mm-hmm. um, they're gonna be popping up left and right now. And uh, she yeah she grabs his hat, which is Yo, great. that wasn't a good idea. Yes, which is a great way to piss Luffy off immediately. And she's like, look, here's the alabaster thing. You can go straight there, because if you go the other way, you are going to die on the next island's called Little Island. You guys will die there. You will not make it out. Um. So she gives them, you know, that option. Hey, go straight Fair there. Fair warning. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just go straight over there. And Luffy grabs it and then smashes that shit. Cause he's like, he's like, you're not the damn captain of this ship. <laughs> it's like, you don't, you don't tell this ship where it goes. But she's telling him like, hey, you don't have much time. You need to get to your, your country before bad shit happens. She's trying to like bait her. And Luffy just breaks that shit. Nami kicks him immediately. And they just choose to be like, hey, we're going the long way um, as we try to figure this out. And then, yeah, they just end up at Little Island. Uh, there's two episodes of, like, Kobe and some other... Like, I, I just skipped these. The 68 and 69. I believe they're filler. But I, I just skipped them because they just did not look interesting at all. Is that the uh, one where Kobe and then the Oregon son are, y- yeah. like, prowling around? Yeah, I remember that. Actually, remember that. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, but yeah, it's just that. I mean, it's a, we haven't seen Kobe in a while, other than a flash or like a flash forward or whatever, mm-hmm. or, or not flash forward, but it showed him like mopping and he saw Luffy's thing. Yeah. yeah. Sanji makes everyone's drinks, 
and Karu just like gets real drunk because he like drink drinks the first one, and then they just like keep giving him drinks. And everyone's like amazing, and he's just like downing them left and right. And Vivi's like on edge, and she's like the the crew is having fun, and she's and Nami's just like yo chill, like this is. Yo, what are they doing to my duck? Yeah. Also, yeah, what are they doing to my duck? Kari don't give a shit. He just gets drunk and passes out. But this is where they eventually end up. A little island, which is like this. Just to go this arc a little bit faster. It's like a primor. Like, what do you call? Like, Stone Age or like... Prehistoric? Prehistoric Age, right? It's just a prehistoric island. um, With like giant monsters and shit. Like, that's basically all it is. Like, there's nothing else surprising about it other than the two dudes who are living on it apparently uh which we'll get to in a bit um it reveals mr three uh their their next crony they have to deal with which after mr five i thought was like a downgrade because it was like oh there's bomb man now there's this weird like candle dude with a three this show makes villains very uh what's the word very weird what is like quirky or like they're all they're like oddballs right they're all oddballs Mm -hmm. um and it makes you like kind of remember their faces i guess right like there's they're all they always have like some weird outfit or or, right and sometimes he's like the author isn't like going for cool he's just going for eccentric is the Mm -hmm. word i was looking for they're very eccentric right like especially this guy right like the way he's dressed uh, how his abilities work. His haircut. Especially his haircut. And then, like, he has, like, a, a partner, but it's, like, a little girl. And she just, like, sits down and eats rice crackers all the time. She really doesn't, like, do much until, like, later. But, yeah, it kind of just reveals that, oh, I have a hit on these people. I'm going to go find them, right? Uh, meanwhile, uh, they land on the island. And, of course, Luffy's like, I'm going to go exploring. Because I'm not, because that, because how the logs work, they have to sit there and record the log, right? So they can't go anywhere for a bit. So Luffy's like, well, I'm not going to sit on the ship. Let's, let's go, let's go on the island. And Sanji makes a little meal for them, gives Karu a little drink, and then they go off. And Zoro and Sanji have like a rivalry of who can bring back the biggest meat or like kill the biggest animal and bring it back. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they, they they bump into dinosaurs and stuff, and Luffy's like jumping on log necks and punching them and shit, and just just doing. This is like where Vivi gets to know Luffy a little bit more, right? Mm-hmm. This is like them their bonding experience, and he's an idiot, right? And he's just she realized she realized how strong he is, but also how fucking stupid he is at the same time, or reckless he is. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, like a, a some giant guy thing, it's later revealed to be a giant shows up at the ship. Uh, he's a, uh, yeah, I mean, he's a giant, right? There's an actually in this series, there's a race of giants, yeah, right? Like they, yes. they are, they are an entire peoples, mm-hmm. which I imagine we will later will at some point go to the land and shit. But this is their first time meeting a giant, and they are terrified. The guy just wants some booze, but Nami and Usopp, of course, think he's trying to eat them. Um, and he's just like super friendly with a big smile. I'm trying to remember his laugh. Um, it's like yag 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 or some shit like that. I don't know if you remember these guys at all. 
I wonder if they show back up at some point too, because I feel like they would. Yeah, his name is Broggy. <laughs> he cuts that that poor dinosaur's head off, and yeah, they're absolutely terrified of him. And again, this is where like Luffy's jumping around with the monsters, uh, the the dinosaurs, and eventually meets. I think Luffy gets eaten by one of the dinosaurs, and then um, this the other giant on the island cuts the dinosaur's head off, and Luffy just like pops out through the hole because it's like a long neck or whatever. Yeah, and this, this is where they meet it. <laughs> Karu is just like fucking terrified and just knocked out on the ground, which is really funny. Um, but this is where they meet the giants, and they're like, not like Nami and shit are terrified, but. Oh, so far they've shown to just be friendly, but again, they just, they're just scared shitless of everything around them at this point. Um, eventually the giant's like trying to feed them and they're like, oh, he's trying to fatten us up. It's like, dude, you're like a, a centimeter to him. He, he's not trying to eat y'all. This dude eats dinosaurs. Yeah. He eats freaking dinosaurs. He eats freaking dinosaurs. And like Luffy's like chilling, um, with the other one on the other side. And they're just like talking, right? And like Luffy thinks they're the coolest guys in the world. Um, and Luffy's, of course, like eating the dinosaur just fine. And I think a vo- the volcano explodes. And the volcano is like a signal to the giants that they're going to duel. They like duel on every volcano blast, apparently, is like what they're doing. And they're like trying to settle a. It's like their tradition to like fight, to like settle a. A grudge or not a grudge but like an argument and they can't it's been so long they can't even remember what they're fighting about right mm-hmm. but they've they've been fighting they've been have, having draws for a hundred years so they've been right. on this island fighting for a hundred years and just draw 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 and endlessly um mr three is on the island and he he finds ancient or old wanted posters because these guys were actually pirates they were giant pirates so they were part of a crew um and they used to have bounties on their head so mr three's like hey i'm gonna collect their bounties and get kill these freaking kids that i need to take care of right he's shot like plotting because that's like Mm -hmm. what the dude does um and yeah next episode after that is just them fighting and like going through it right like the, the two giants are just like duking it out and luffy's like this is the coolest thing in the world um and and so is usopp too he's like they're so manly what a fight and, and nami's just like dude i just want to leave i don't want to <laughs> be here <laughs> but like the usopp is like so amazed by him yeah like yeah like nami's just bothered by it uh, uh and usopp just is, is like yeah it's a real battle between men and he starts calling like the uh, the, the giant that is, that he was on, he was with. Mm-hmm. He's like he calls a bastard and shit later. He's like looking up to him. Um, but again, they end up at a draw, and oh, they're like, okay, we're gonna go take a break, and um, he gives them some of the alcohol that Nami and Usopp gave them, right? And they're like mm-hmm. both taking a break on the different sides of the islands. They're actually like finally talking to each other and they're like explaining everything um, and just like chilling, right? Like these giants are totally fine. Um, 
<laughs> and it's a re- like really weird scene where like Luffy and the giant are so carefree and laughing and she's just like Vivi for some reason like getting super frustrated by it but I guess because she's like just stressed out about like what the fuck is so funny like we gotta go and like get shit done but yeah, later she, she like like yeah my country's like in trouble and we're just goofing out goofing yeah we're here off. killing with some fucking giants laughing at nothing yeah. um and yeah she's she's very high strung or like i guess high strung is the word wrong word but like yo she needs to chill a bit right mm-hmm. um because just not how luffy and their crew operate but the giant that luffy's with starts drinking the alcohol and it blows up in his stomach eventually like, he's drinking and drinking this Boom, he just starts exploding. It's like it nearly kills the giant. And everyone's like, what the fuck is happening? What's going on? Like, who would do this? Um, and he's like, I'm pretty sure that was our alcohol. And the giant's like gets up and he's angry. He thinks he got like betrayed by them. And Luffy's just like, yo, we he's immediately tells me like he's not gonna come out of this. Like, me and him are gonna fight. Like we we have to end this, or d- we have to fight basically. And like mm-hmm. Luffy's getting his kick- shit kicked in, but he's just trying to like calm him down, right? But the the giant is like super wounded and like bleeding everywhere and stuff, like coughing up blood. So he's not fighting at full power. He's like super messed up. And Luffy like launches him himself at him to like finally knock him out, and finally like lets him like, yo, that wasn't us. We don't know who did that. Uh, but of course, Mr. Five is on the island. And I'm assuming at some point he rigged the barrels to explode. And that's what had happened. But the issue is the volcano exploded again. And it's time to fight again. And I think his name is Dory is just in no capacity able to fight. Right. He is jacked up. But it is it is their culture or whatever. And he's going to go through with it. And this is all part of Mr. Three's plan and whatnot. In order for Luffy, for he is like he does not want Luffy to interfere, right? Because he knows he's going to with the fight. He grabs this giant fucking rock, like that's been on the island, and just places it on Luffy. And he just drops it on top of him, and he's just stuck under it now. So like the one person who can help everyone is just again out of commission, as with many of these arcs. <laughs> And the other side, of course, doesn't know what's going on, right? Doesn't know he's jacked up. So they're, like, you know, going through with it. And Luffy is mad that, like, someone fucked with their honorable duel. Yeah, like, he is incredibly pissed. And Vivi's, like, she's, like, man, he's he's really, really mad about this. Uh, Karu ends up getting caught by mr five and the kilo lady um as he was trying to run around he he gets caught by them um and they they start torturing karu because they want him to like scream out for vivi so that she would go over there and they would catch her uh, but karu just doesn't do it right he just he just takes it uh, which is it's later revealed here in a bit uh with karu like stumbling in after being like super fucked up uh, but eventually the duel ends with Elbaf losing uh, because he's, again he's just super weakened and Luffy's mad 
and Broggy starts crying and shit. He's like, he can't believe it's over, but he's like sad that he cut his only other, only person he knows, like his friend down or whatever. But the Mr. Three shows up. He's like, hey, we we rigged the duel. It was an honorable and, and just like this, like the worst shit you could possibly do to them, to their like honorable duel, duel right? And again, it shows where Karoo's just like, no, nah, I'm not telling y'all shit. And yeah, they, they, they tortured his ass. Um, and Vivi makes a lot of angry faces. She has a lot of good faces. Like throughout all these arcs, she gets really pissed a lot of the time. Because like people are fucking with her people a lot. And yeah, they, they try to like defend Karoo's or like save him and all that. But, you know, of course they get caught and whatnot. And instead of killing Vivi there, of course, they're going to do some elaborate bullshit so that the villains lose. He sets up a weird contraption that, like, spins and, like, is going to turn them all to wax or something instead of just killing them. He's like, ah, I want you to be my dolls and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And everyone's just, like, trapped. Meanwhile, Sanji, this whole time, he's out hunting. He has not, like, seen any of this or doesn't know what's happening. He's just off fucking around, basically, like, the whole, the whole time. Um... And it goes back, it cuts back to Usopp and Luffy being jacked up because of the bomb man. And they're like, I'm so angry. Like, I can't forgive them. And then Karu gets up and starts pecking at the ground where Luffy's at and is like, gonna dig him out. And he's like, You can't stand for this shit either, can you? And it's a really cool scene. And yeah, Karu breaks out uh, Luffy and Usopp. And then it's just, yeah, it's the fight after that of, like, everyone's getting turned into wax dolls. And Zoro's plan is to be like, I'm going to cut my legs off, and then I'll fight you. And he's just and he just starts hacking at his leg, dude. And everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, no, we're not going to do that. He's like, it's the only way. It's the only way to save everyone. Um, but Luffy and... Karu and them show up in the nick of time and, and, and Zoro's like man good thing because I was already halfway through my leg then again, and next next episode is like them just all fighting each other right it's, it's nothing crazy Luffy uses the wax he gets caught by the wax but it turns into iron and then he just uses it to like smash shit with it and break their plans he knocks them out right these guys aren't really much to them but the little girl that is with with um Mr. Three, Mr. Three. Yeah. I don't know if you remember this, but her power is to she would paint stuff on a people and it just changes their emotions, right? And she's like draws one on Luffy that's like betrayal. So it's like him, he's not gonna save his friends, he's, he's gonna betray them, and a bunch of stuff like that. So the whole episode of like Luffy standing in circles and shit. And getting painted on because he, he she she's not letting him like control his emotions or anything like that, and that's her power. <laughs> that's that's mm -hmm. it. And meanwhile, Karu and Usopp are just running around distracting the other ones. Uh, Zoro's like, "Well, we're gonna die, so make sure you do a cool pose." And like Zoro's <laughs> like pointing at the yeah. sky with his sword. He's like, "I can't move my arms anymore. We're stuck like this. You should have made a cool pose." It's later revealed. Usopp was quick thinking of like, wait, these these are candles and wax. They're weak to fire. So it is it is the whole thing is like, well just set shit on fire and it's gonna <laughs> melt. And then we're done here. Like we win. 
Um, and, and that's literally the whole episode of him just trying to get some fire off. Um, he does a thing where he like oils up a rope and sets it on fire and like a crew like just runs mm-hmm. around with it and just catches everything on fire. And that's pretty much how they, they, they win the fight early, earlier, the bomb man like caught one of Usopp's pellets and just ate it. Cause it's like, it was an exploding pellet. So he, Usopp did the same thing and shot it. It's like, he's going to eat this one again, but he shot a freaking Tabasco pellet into his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and he just like, the guy That's just so can't deal with it. It's like complete, which is a good Usopp moment, right? It's like, oh, he's, yeah. he's like thinking and just completely, completely gets the guy. Yeah. It's just, they, they beat Mr. Three and eventually catch him. Uh, Sanji answers the phone and it's Mr. Zero on the line. And he basically fakes that. Oh, he, he fakes their death that they were, they were caught. And the guy had a, an alabasta, or the unluckies show up with an alabasta compass thing. The log, so they, yeah, yeah. And Sanji takes it from them and beats up the little, the the otter guy, <laughs> and um the the bird. He kicks their shit in and takes it from them. It shows crocodile, shows the big banana alligator thing, and yeah, and. It's just the ending of like, of this arc itself. Nami's like sending out their shirt and she's like, ow. And she like she holds her stomach and everyone's like, are you all right? It's like, no, yeah, I'm thinking good. I think she's got bit by a bug or something. And later that's, it, it becomes an issue later. Right. But, mm-hmm. but she's like scratching at her stomach and shit. And yeah, uh, Albaf was still alive because their weapons were so blunted from them fighting for a hundred years that like it, when he cut him, it like did no damage to him. So the giant's fine. Everyone's happy ever after. Luffy and them are like, well, we have this thing directly to Alabasta now. Okay, let's head directly there now. And now they're heading directly to Alabasta, or th- their plan is to. And then there's this uh, giant ass like fish goldfish that shows up who's like, oh no. Yeah. And he's like, guarding the way to the next area right but the giants like know about it and and they help and the giants basically say no matter what happens just keep going forward and luffy's like all right keep going forward and they they go straight into its mouth and everything and everyone's freaking out but the giants like do like a super move like blasts a freaking anime hole through the (laughs) fish dude looks super cool and like launches the ship forward it's a, it's a little neat moment i thought they were they were like i thought they were gonna like follow them and help them fight in alabaster or something but no mm-hmm. they were just like helping them get to the next part of the island um and next next is like the beginning of the last arc of our recording here is the chopper arc right it is this arc has like really good moments but also like the villain sucks right it's right. Wop- i'm not a big fan of Wapple. Yeah, Wapo's like super lame um, in a lot of ways in his design and like his power. And it was just kind of me like wanting to get, I was wanting to see meet Chopper, right? Because I knew he was a, I knew he was like a main character, right? Like he's part mm-hmm. of the crew in itself. Like I didn't care too. You meet a lot of cool people, characters and stuff. Uh, the doctor, uh, this is where you meet Mr. Two for a little bit who can clone faces and he touches it like he doesn't know who people are yet so like he meets them for a second and like touches their faces and stuff 
and they become like friends for a second, but he's like, Oh, my ship is here. Bye guys. And then they like never see each other again, but it's like, it's just a weird coincidental meeting that pays off later. But, um, it's revealed that Nami is sick and she is like gonna die. if Something isn't done soon. So, and Nami's like trying to play it off. Like, no, I'm fine. Like we got to get to Alabasta because they're, they're about to start fighting. Right. Like it's getting, it's like escalating more and more each day. And Nami's trying to try and act tough, of course. And just like, no, we, we, we gotta go. Um, and of course, Vivi's broken up about it. Vivi eventually makes a choice of like, we're going to go to Alabasta after we find Nami a doctor. So mm-hmm. the, the, the choice is made for that. And earlier Nami had come out of the ship and been like, something feels off. Um, and everyone's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, um, she's like something with the wind or something on my skin. And she's like, uh, turn the ship this way and let's go this direction. And it, it's revealed like a minute or two later, like a giant ass freaking, what do you call something like a tornado or something like that? Something like that. Like a, like a typhoon or a hurricane? I guess it's a typhoon, right? <laughs> a giant typhoon hits where they were going to be. Um, and like basically showing like without Nami, we're fucked. We're not mm-hmm. going to survive a trip on this, on this, um, on the way to Alabasta even. We definitely need to find her a doctor because we're just, mm-hmm. we're done without her. Um, and, and as they're riding off, the, this is where we meet Wapole. Basically, he has like a submarine ship and he's just like kind of going around. It, it's later revealed he had ditched his country because Blackbeard attacked his country. And instead of helping his people, he just bailed, right? He just got out of there. And that's who Wapole is. He's like a, um, he's like this big dude with like a metal jaw. And his whole power is that he eats things. And how he uses that power is like super lame. But like he's like a level 10 villain. Like even Sanji could probably kick his ass. I mean Sanji's powerful too. But like basically anyone. It's not like a we need Luffy for this guy kind of problem. It's like mm-hmm. anyone could beat him. And yeah it's just like a brief moment where like they meet who Wapol is. And they kick his shit in and like knock him out. And get him out of there. Um it's revealed that Smoker has been following them and they, he caught one of the Baroque's works guys and they're getting more information around where Luffy is and going and Nami is just getting worse and worse. Eventually they find an ice island, like a snowy like countryside. Um, and it's just a bunch of people, you know, protecting their land and all that. And they're like, Oh, you're pirates to get out of here. But they're like, they beg them like, Hey, we have, our friend is sick. We need help. Um, but apparently they end up at the one Island where there is no doctors apparently because Walpole used to be the king of this land. And one of his bright ideas was, Hey, we'll banish all doctors. And all the only doctors that we'll have are my doctors. So if anyone ever gets sick, they have to like suck up to me basically and that's his whole plan and it's apparently like there was a good king before but he died and yeah there's basically no doctors on this island except for this one lady um because wapo's been gone for many many years now because he left the island but he didn't take a uh 
a log with him or anything like that. So he's just like been wandering the waters for years and years and years. But basically the plan is that the, the old lady, the, the doctor, the only doctor on the island who randomly shows up at times is on top of this mountain. And the only way like there's, she doesn't come out very often. So Luffy's like, the only way we're going to get her is like, we, if we go and it's basically like a whole mission of, we got to get up here, but we got to be careful. Nami doesn't take any damage or she will die. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's just a bunch of like her treacherous shit happening while they're, they're climbing up. Um, and they're getting attacked by like rat rabbits. Um, there's a little rabbit attacking him, but later there's like a bunch of like gangster ass rabbits at the top <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, they're like polar bears, I guess, but rabbits. And basically they just fuck with Luffy and Sanji the whole time. Luffy can't fight back because he has Nami on his back. And it's also like scenes have happened at this point where the commander guy um, explains who Wapol is. Yeah, it's just, again, Luffy fight, a, a whole episode of them trying to get up the island. Midway into the episode, they're like, oh, the doctor came down. She's on the town over. And it's just like this frustrating shit where, like, everyone is missing each other, just barely. And it happens a lot in this arc. And I don't know why. It gives me anxiety. Like, it's just like, you just passed by each other, goddammit, and you just... You just walked over here and just saw everybody here for a sec. I I don't know why it bothers me so much, but yeah, it's basically just Mrs. Doctor. She she this old ass lady who's like who's acts real young, drinks a bunch of alcohol, um, is wearing a belly shirt, and basically she gives no fucks, right? She got she got a real old face. She has like these shades. She's a useful 130. Yeah, useful she, she's a useful 130, she says, multiple, multiple times. Um, and yeah, she, she she shows up to the... She helps random people. Um, and then she asks for, like, like incredible amounts of, like, fees. So, like, mm -hmm. she helps her this dude's kid. And she's like, all right, give me half of your restaurant and shit like that. <laughs> And people abide, abide to her because she has this little deer next to her, it's like her muscle, um, which is later to be revealed chopper, right? Um, there's a really funny scene here where, like, Karu is like in a little blankie and Zora's out there in the fucking water. He's like, I'm training, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm clothes on. Yeah, is I'm training my body. And he's like, Karu, come in here and come train with me. It's like, no, dude. I don't want to do that shit. <laughs> yeah, this is an ideal way to to strengthen your inexperienced body. And then, like, Zoro dives in the water. And Karu has this little image of, like, Zoro fucking drowning. And, and being frozen. And he jumps in after him. And, and this is literally the last time you see Karu this whole arc. He jumps in after Zoro and is never seen again. Until the very end. <laughs> And but the the main thing in this episode is that Wapol followed Luffy and f ended up finding his kingdom again, and and he's he's just back and people are freaking out. He's like back to take over uh, because Wapol has like a massive amount of army, like a massive army and all that shit. 
and again, like it's just multiple episodes of Luffy running up this mountain and trying to get past these fucking rabbits, dude. And I think they eventually cause an avalanche. Yeah, there's the avalanche there, and just make it more and more complicated. Walpole is showing up and you know taking over the cities again, and some people are trying to rebel. His name is Dalton. That's what his name is. And Dalton tries to show up. It's just like really lame shit. Like he's just not cool in any way or like menacing. It's like some Looney Tune shit, like with this guy. <laughs> um, they have the doctors and everything. I think the story could have been done better or like in a different way. I just think his choice of Walt, because I think like Dalton's cool and the whole concept of like a land without doctors because this guy wanted to control all that is like a neat idea, right? Of a setup for like a doctor companion that they're gonna get but it's like again Walpo himself is just like dude whatever man and and his like cronies too it's just a dude that shoots arrows and a dude that shoots afros at people and it's just like really stupid um but uh, the luffy and them get hit by like the avalanche and they try to escape it and like sanji is knocked out because he like sacrificed himself to like save nami and luffy earlier so now it's like Luffy on his own, carrying Sanji, Nami on his back, and he has to climb this fucking mountain. Um, right before, and this is like this little sad scene where one of the rabbits is like trying to dig their parents out, and he's trying so hard, and his little little mittens are like burning up from the ice, um, and and these guys have just been causing nothing but grief to Luffy and them, and Luffy walks right by and just like pulls the guy out, and then just walks away. He's like, okay, like I'm, I did my good deed. Um, one thing in the episodes, I, I don't, do you know when the, so you said like the cutbacks would like get longer eventually, right? Like the recaps. Yeah. The pacing of the shows. Yeah. I haven't felt that way yet. Um, but you could tell like sometimes it'll get a little bit longer, but it has not, there was a certain point in fairy tale where like I felt it where I was like, yo, what the fuck is this shit? It's these are taking way too long. This show has like I'm a hundred episodes in, and still really hasn't done that yet. Um, but I'm certain I will hit a certain season, or arc, or saga or whatever, and it's just gonna be that, right? Um, Luffy's trying to is getting harassed by Walpole who's following him, but eventually, the the rabbits that he had helped, the rabbits show up and help Luffy. Because he had helped them out earlier, mm-hmm. um, and just really simple, right? Like, but it's it's nice to see or whatever. But these dickhead rabbits, kind of their fault. He's in the situation to begin with. I think this is probably the best scene in the arc of like Luffy just climbing this mountain for the whole episode, and he's just getting like jacked up, right? Like his fingers are bleeding from like it being so cold and shit. I think he had to wrap up one of his friends. In his coat, so he's not wearing anything, and he's like holding Sanji up by, by his like mouth, and it's just like this desperate like climb up the mountain. Um, meanwhile, Wapole's taking over and all that, but like nothing. There's like a whole, there's stuff happening at the bottom of the mountain, but it's not like super important because Wapole went to go chase Luffy, so it's just like a bunch of grunts at the bottom. So basically, what happened is that like the the forgot his name already but the the leader dude got knocked out 
Dalton? there's just a yeah Dalton. He got knocked out and he's like buried under the ice because of the avalanche and people are trying to find him. Um, but there's just a bunch of cronies at the bottom and just like Zoro takes care of him. Like not much really happens. Like really, like not, not much really. Ha- oh god, man, this fucking looks like it hurts. It's like you can see like Luffy's the little square there, like Luffy's foot. Oh god, mm, yeah. It just oh, I just I could feel that shit, man. Just like him trying to climb, like yeah. But yeah, he he's just desperately climbing up this mountain, desperately, desperately. He lands up, to, he gets to the top to the castle finally, and then he likes to start sliding off with this mysterious figure. In the last second, was able to grab him and pull him in. It ends with like Nami waking up to this little deer guy, like he's just doing something on a chair. And I like Chopper a lot. Um, I think he's a good mascot character, mm-hmm. right? I guess like he's yeah. a mascot character. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. He's kind of like the happy. It's kind of like yeah. Oh, he's way better than happy. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the club. <laughs> Everybody loves Chopper. Okay. Yeah, he's just really good. He's he's cute in the right ways. He's stupid in the right ways, and he's smart in the right ways. I guess his his little quirk where like he tries to hide from people, but he, he but he hides the wrong way. So his like body's like sticking out this way. He's trying to peek around the corner, but he's hiding the wrong way. He's just, it's just it's just funny. It's it's like an endearing quality. He's a cool little dude. Like I, I like his voice acting, um, a lot of his animations. Like it's just, it's just really well done. So it's revealed that the doctor saved them. Um, basically, she's like, "You were bit by an ancient, or like a a bug, or something like that." Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, it was the bite earlier that she had talked about on the island. It's called Kestia. And eventually, she would have died from it, right? She had like probably two mm-hmm. more days. Uh, but she was like, "Were you were you walking around shirtless on a random ancient <laughs> island?" And, and I was like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> but um, she still needs like a bunch of time to recover. But she's Nami's like, "I can't stay here three days. We gotta go to Alabasta." So basically, now like the rest of this arc is like her holding them hostage until they get better. Um, but they, they're short on time. But she's like, you can't go anywhere. You don't have a doc, like, no one to take care of you after you leave. And I'm not going to have my patient die after they leave. Um, which kind of leads them to the idea of, like, recruiting Chopper at some point. Of, like, hey, you could come with us and monitor me. And it's a really nice scene here. Um, where, like, Luffy, Chopper finds Luffy. And he's like... Look at that face. Look at that face he's yeah, got. He's got a really cute face. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> But it's like a really good scene where like he's dragging him in and like the lady's like, what the fuck? He climbed this mountain. Are you kidding me? And Luffy's like still alive. And he's just like, just Luffy's just like desperately pleading them to save them. They're my friends. Right. Like he doesn't care about himself. Mm-hmm. He's like jacked up completely. He's going to die himself. Um, but he desperately grabs at them. He's like, please save, please save them. Uh, which again, it's just another good scene of like Luffy, right? Like his heroic. Mm-hmm side because like you get a lot of his dumbass side right like a lot of it mm-hmm. and like a lot of it did to where it's annoying but it's, it's every now and then it's nice to see that that scene of him being like incredibly heroic and all that and it just makes him fun to watch right mm-hmm. look, look at his little little face it's the hat dude it's mm-hmm. the, the hat sells it mm-hmm. like completely that fucking <laughs> stick ass hat 
um, Luffy and Sanji both wake up and they want to cook chopper immediately. <laughs> they they think he's food, and there's points where they call him emergency food and shit too, mm-hmm. which is really funny. But it's a whole yeah. They're like Scooby Doo chasing Chopper around, and they're like, "Oh, Nami, you're 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 okay." And then Chopper shows up again, and then they chase him again, and that's like literally for two or three episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like ter- He's Chopper character wise at this point is terrified of people. Uh, when he was like, I think he ate a he's a deer that ate a fruit, right? Mm-hmm. He the ate f- a he ate a double fruit. He ate a devil fruit that's like the human fruit or something like that. And that's why he is one, able humanoid. to transform and looks like a humanoid and is able to like talk and all that stuff. Um, but he was like raised by Rainier and they they like banished him. One day, one day I already didn't like him because he had a blue nose. His, his reindeer family, right? They didn't mm-hmm. like him because they had a blue nose. Then it ate a fucking devil fruit. And they extra didn't like his ass, and they kicked him out. And and then like he tried to meld in with humans, and of course humans shot at him, right? Like of course they would shoot at this Sasquatch yeah. motherfucker. But he was, he's trying to be he couldn't find anywhere to fit in. Yeah, he couldn't find anywhere to fit in. Um, which later reveals like he finds his first family at some point when Wapple finally freaking lands at the top of the castle. And again, again, it's like literally two episodes of them chasing Chomper around the castle. Um, this part's funny too. Yeah, yeah. yeah Chomper uh, doesn't know how to take compliments, so he's no, like he a he's, he's like a Sundera or kinda. Yeah. He, he's like, ah, don't don't you compliment me? But he's like super happy about it. <laughs> he, he he always do. He always does. This is like a <laughs> yeah, like something that he's always gonna do. He's like, oh, that doesn't make me happy, you that bastard. Oh, no. he starts like yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he's the type of guy to hide their emotions. Is how uh, Nami describes it. Mm-hmm. Um, they realize the castle has been cold, really cold. Are they getting attacked by someone? Oh, they're getting attacked by by uh, the doctor lady because she's like, y'all need to go to freaking bed. Y'all need to rest. And they just like absolutely refuse to. Mm-hmm. And Chopper's like just getting to know Nami a little bit. And he even offers her to like offers him to like join the crew and all that. And again, they're still fucking chasing Chopper around. And she explains, the doctor lady explains a little bit, like I said, of his backstory. But the reason the castle is freezing over is because the door is open. But that's because there's like a bird's nest on the door. And that's what they just left the bird, the door open this whole time because of it. Um, because Chopper got super pissed because they were going to try to close the door. And he turns into a big monster. And then they realize, wait a minute, did that guy just transform? And they like, and they realize, just realize that Chopper was speaking, and they re- just realize that he's he's not just a regular deer. And they start talking to each other, and like, what? He's walking on two legs. Like, did you see how like he became big? And it's like, oh man, he's like a freaking monster. And of course, Chop- that's all Chopper hears, and he walks away. Right. That's the only thing he hears. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's sad. And then, like, literally the line after is like, that's so freaking cool. We should join our crew. <laughs> it's like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. It's like, of course, he would hear the worst thing possible and not the, like, actual cool stuff. He's getting he... the worst stuff, like, out of context. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
again the, i like the gags with chopper and then running around like it's literally the best part of this arc after that it's like kind of like whatever um uh, and then we finally get like chopper's backstory right where this um one luffy at the beginning of the episode tries to recruit him immediately and like comes clean about everything he's like hey i think you're cool and all that um, but again, Chopper doesn't know how to accept it and doesn't want to join them. And this is where we they kind of they explain the backstory of Chopper to them. He was basically um, the assistant like, to the doctor. Yeah, he's like a quack doctor. He's not actually a good doctor, right? Mm-hmm. He's just kind of kind of like a mad scientist. Um, but he's just like his assistant. Like, I think, yeah, he was wounded by humans, and the doctor like healed him up treated him well like even after like the doctor tried to like even like he like swung at the doctor and stuff right oh yeah the scene you see the shit oh the the quacks naked yeah um to show chopper like he's not a danger he, he 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 puts down um he like rips off his clothes so initially first glance right yeah i wouldn't remember this because this isn't in the poor kids definitely there's no way there's no way but first glance dude i thought it was hanging on his boner or something (laughs) but no it's a it's a suitcase on the ground and his clothes is draped over it but like when i first saw this scene i was like what the hell dude why yeah do a double take to it (laughs) yeah but no it's trying to cover him up but makes it look like he's hanging his shirt on his pee pee, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is, which maybe they try to make it seem that way, but um, yeah, he heals up Chopper, takes care of him, and they like become best buds and like get into hijinks and shit, while Chopper heals up, and like he gives him the hat right that Chopper is known for now. His plan is to like, he's trying to create a concoction like spawns cherry blossoms or make like a cherry blossom like concoction because mm-hmm. he said he diagnosed someone that they were gonna die but the guy like went out and like lived life and found cherry blossoms and they like, cured him of his sickness but really he probably just misdiagnosed the guy right like that's how i took the story but the doc it's basically like, like the doctor's like a really helpful person right mm-hmm. um but basically, yeah, he's trying to like bring happiness with medicine or something like that, and he he has like a little pirate flag, and he like respects pirates because he like likes that they do things their way, right? Right. Um, and that's kind of where Chopper kind of gets the idea of pirates, or like kind of has an interest of it in in general already, right? Because everyone in the crew has already had an interest in pirates the whole time. Right, like with Usopp and his dad, Sanji literally being raised by a pirate lord or not a pirate lord, but a respected pirate, and he's like, you know, has a restaurant out in the sea. Mm-hmm. Zoro's a bounty hunter for pirates, so he like he's like whatever. Um and Nami with Arlong and all that, right? But Usa uh, but um Chopper does should like doesn't really have a connection to pirates other than this guy having like this respect for them and he kinda like is more is curious about them this lady drinks a lot she has issues <laughs> or I, I don't know if she like does it to like try to look cool 
Because they're definitely trying to make her look cool. She, she wants to party, dude. Come yeah. On. She's just like giant bottle and just swigs it every time. That uh, I love Chopper's little this fucking happy smile. I oh, don't know. Chad Chopper. I don't want to see that. Uh, that that face right there. It's mm-hmm. a good face. But um, Chopper gets healed up and the doctor's like, all right, get out of here. You're healed up. Have a good life. It's like, I, I don't need to take care of you now. And it's like this really sad scene of Chopper like, no, I'll be good. I'll be your partner. Like trying to, you know, have the doctor Just take him back the in. the one family he has, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he even a poor little Chopper goes out there and injures himself on purpose to be like, oh, I'm injured again. You got to take care of me, which is some crazy bullshit. Mm-hmm. But like, he's so desperate, little Chopper. And then the doctor pulls out a gun and shoots at him. He's like, get out of here. Get out of here. <laughs> Um, and, it, and the doctor's like crying too and stuff because it's revealed that the doctor is gonna die soon. Uh, he doesn't have much time left, so he was he was just pushing Chopper away because he didn't want to have have him like go through that. Next episode is like Chopper heard the whole conversation. He thinks there's like this magic mushroom that will like heal the doctor, uh, completely. Uh, because he thought like it was rumored and super rare or, so- or something like that. <laughs> the bear. <laughs> really bad. Okay. But yeah, Chopper's on an adventure to like find this rare thing. He bumps into his old like deer gang, right? He like used to treat him. Mm-hmm. And they're still after his shit. Right? They're still being dickheads to them. He's just trying to pass by. And they're like they beat him up and fight a bunch. And dude, he like shows up with like a little broken leg and stuff. And big eye like Chopper gets jacked up trying to get this mushroom for this guy. And the doctor acts like super happy. And he's like, thank you, Chopper. Like, it tastes good. I feel like I'm getting better already. And he, like, completes his concoction. Like, it actually completes. And he's, like, super happy. Um, But he's like, hey, Chopper, you stay here. And he goes to the doctor lady, um, who is, you know, Chopper's current teacher. And he's like, can you please please tease Chopper to be a doctor? You'll be an incredible student and all that. And she she throws him out. She's like, What well, how could you put that on me? But and the doctor lady like is like, What's what's going on with this guy? What is he doing? She goes to his house and Chopper shows him, No, I cured him. I, I fed him this fruit. And like the doctor lady like immediately like kicks the shit out of Chopper. Um because it's actually like an incredibly deadly mushroom. And and <laughs> Chopper like thought like he saw he saw skull and cross crossbones on mm-hmm. the book, but he like his only reference to that is like pirates, right? So he thought it was well, it must like be a, good, yeah. So he thought it was a good thing, so he went out and like he went out and got it, and he was just completely innocent in the whole thing, right? He's just, he's just trying to help his friend, but basically like the the guy ate the the mushroom, and he's like, okay, I'm gonna die soon, so he basically he goes up to the kingdom. Cause at this point the kingdom's like all fucked up and like they're they've been hunting doctors and all that um and he goes up to face the king right mm-hmm. and then dalton like dalton respects this guy right for like everything but basically like shows like an act of rebellion right um or like makes him makes himself a martyr i guess is the right word where like people would remember like he, him dying and that would like mm-hmm. cause other people to do stuff. But yeah, he goes up there and like fucking explodes himself, like kamikaze bombs himself because he's gonna die, right? And he's trying. He tries right. to take the king out with him. Um, 
and the chopper was like chasing him the whole time and you know finds finds him dead and like goes berserk but dalton stops him and is like please like if you stay here you're gonna die you gotta run like we'll fight another day kind of thing and this is where like dalton gets inspired to like fight back um and chopper has the pirate flag and finds finds um i keep forgetting her name Corella Deville over here. The oh, uh, Doctor Creha. Creha. I'm sorry. Yeah, Creha. Yeah, yeah. He goes back to her and she, she takes him in, and that is Doctor's, and that is Chopper's story of him like finally meeting Creha and becoming a doctor. And the next episode is dipshit over here. What's his face shows up. And is like trying to take his kingdom back, and it's just like a bunch of dumb fun. Like it's not, there's not a great episodes, right? It, they're in his castle, yeah. Yeah, he's like he's like trying to, castle. trying to take his castle back, and he's mad. He's like, oh, they took over my castle, blah 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 blah. Um, oh yeah, they have a there's a weird moment where like they flash back literally the last episode for ten minutes, and it's like, okay, I just saw this, but okay. Um, the, the Walpole doesn't like the fact that they're hanging that dude's flag on the top of it. Um, and he tries like take down the flag basically. And Luffy doesn't like that shit either. Literally everyone's fighting and Luffy's like, Oh, I got to go get a jacket. I'm cold. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> and Nami's like, Where, where's your jacket? And he's like, I don't know. And she's like, where mine? And he's like, oh, okay. He wears Nami's jacket. The, the one of the guys is like Afro powers. He just throws Afros and they stick to each other. And oh, this other is guy... like freaking uh, Minata's power. Yeah, my hero. Ex- except like um, they like light him on the 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 bow guy lights him on fire. Basically, it's like a combo attack. It's like a dumb combo attack. And Wapo is has the munch munch fruit. He's like eats shit. He just chops on shit, and then he can like regurgitate it and combine it and stuff. And he just—it's like a—he calls himself a factory, right? Because he could like again just like recreate stuff out of the stuff he eats, I guess. And it's just—it's just really lame. Like honestly, <laughs> like all this. Um, the only good parts are like them trying to shoot down the flag and like Chopper getting mad. And Luffy getting really mad about it as well. And like him trying to stand up for Chopper and all that, right? It's just like him being heroic, which is the best parts. Um, but it, it, in the, in the next episode after that is just um, Chopper fighting. And basically he can like transform, like his power is like he can transform a ton of different forms. Right and like use his body in different ways to like gain more jump speed or gain more strength or get more speed it, and it alters his body in certain ways. Yeah, he alters his body in certain ways. And meanwhile, down bottom, Dalton is saved by the doctors because they you know still love their country. They were just forced by the guy. Not very important. Um, this is like Chopper staying. I'm get like it, I don't think it explains it, 
but he eats little balls or like medicines. I imagine mm-hmm. they're medicine. Yeah, right. it's the rumble balls. Yeah, I'm, but he never explains it. I don't think. But from, I mean, he's a doctor character, right? So clearly, he would make medicine that like enhances his strength. And he's making drugs. All right, he's making steroids <laughs> yeah. and eating them, and then it gives him extra power. But he calls them little cute rumble balls. But now I knew he did this. Like I had seen a clip somewhere in the future where like he eats a ball and gets stronger. But yeah, that's his thing. And he he's also like supposed to be really smart. So he like can scan people and like look for their weaknesses. Like that's his thing, right? Which I really don't know how much that's used. I, I don't remember that, but Yeah, he, I don't know if it shows it here. Yeah, it's like this is the green filter here. Yeah, he does this little pose and like oh, a little yeah, scope yeah. and he's like something something scope. And he's like, I'm gonna triangulate your weak spot. Oh, it's your your lower chin is your weak spot. And he just punches <laughs> someone under the chin. He's like, oh, he's definitely gonna shoot a beam. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, oh. Wonder- yeah. Yeah. Luffy's Luffy sees that pose. Yeah. Luffy sees him doing that pose, and Luffy's like, Luffy's like, oh, he's gonna shoot like a a beam. He's gonna shoot a beam. <laughs> he's like, it'll be so cool. He's like, no, he's not. Sanji's like, no, he's not. He's like, shut up. He's definitely gonna do it. This is the really funny gag. Again, like all the gags with Chomper and all this is super good. It's just like the main villain stuff. It's like whatever, right? But 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 I do. Again, I just enjoy Chopper overall. So I did want to see him. Like all this stuff happening with Dalton, and it's just like not important, right? It, it's mm-hmm. it's just like very side character shit. Maybe Dalton will come back in the future. At, his name's Dalton, right? I'm not fucking that up. Yeah. No, you're right. Dalton. Yeah, Dalton. Um, maybe he'll come back in the future in some way, but I mean, I think he's like, has potential, right? But it's just like, what's happening down here is super not important, mm-hmm. like straight up. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah, so Dalton's like trying to get to the top of the mountain and like Usopp's like, I'll carry you. And like Usopp's moving like <laughs> an inch is <laughs> like, can't do it. And then Zora's like, fine. And like Zora just picks him up and like does it himself. So we just gotta go up that mountain, right? Yeah, so it's good. Oh yeah, Usopp's like super bad. Like you ruined my moment. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, yeah. you're moving an inch, man. They kick you so I was like, how dare you? You ruined my moment. At this point, the guy's defeated, but Walpole like snuck in the house, the castle, because Luffy's an idiot. And um, at some point, Luffy called. Uh, chopper his friend and he's really happy about it and nami's like what's going on out there like she's just been sleeping this whole time and she she runs in a wapple who like chases around the castle and shit oh yeah he like eats himself it's like really weird he's like oh <laughs> it can't fit through this gate and like he's chasing nami and he's like oh, i can't fit down these stairs so he like ingests himself um and then like He's like, well, let's reform my body while I'm doing this. And like... Turn into a turn... bucket. Yeah, he's like a bucket with a jaw. But he just turns himself into skinny Wapole. And now he's like, seems a little bit more menacing, but he still sucks. And he's like, oh, now I can keep up with this girl. And he's just chasing Nami around, but, you know. Of course, this guy's gonna get his shit kicked in. Oh, yeah. And, and Nami's like, you ruined my jacket. How dare you? 
Why is it all beaten up? And um, I think Luffy eventually realizes, wait, you knew I was going to mess this up and you're going to charge for me for it. Yeah, I didn't expect it to come back in good shape when I let you borrow it. <laughs> yeah, as, as conniving. Penny, yeah, she's like conniving and basically charges. <laughs> yeah, basically, uh, to recap all that, uh, she, she, Nami's super pissed about uh, Luffy wrecking the jacket. And, and then um, she's like, I never expected you to come back with it completely in, in good form. You're, I'm you, I'm gonna charge you triple. You owe me like triple the amount that jacket's worth, and yeah, just like conniving and just ripping her own friends off. Um, Wapple, Wapple was like, "Oh, there's a secret um, armory of weapons that's behind this gate," and he's trying to open it, and he's like, "Only I have the key," but at some point he like dropped the key or someone stole it off of him. Um, I think Nami is the one who stole it off of him because he got too close to her. And but he wasn't able to open the door. He's like, "Oh fuck it, I'll go to the roof. There's another gun up there," and he tries to use it on Luffy, but the gun's so old that like, just birds are living in his shit, and he just this dumb face of like, and he's just flabbergasted again. His waffle's so lame, dude. Well, basically nothing is going right, and Waffle is not able to beat Luffy. Waffle's trying to eat Luffy, but. I'm trying I'm trying to remember how he beats him exactly. I think he just like launches his ass out the freaking universe. I think it already happened. Oh yeah, he Luffy like uppercuts him on, into the roof. Um to where like the guy Wapo can see the flag taunting him some more. And Luffy does like a freaking slingshot attack. Oh yeah, he does like a super gum gum bazooka type of thing where you're like Flings his arms all the way back and just filling it back at him just to like knock him into the freaking stars. He pushes him really, really hard. Basically, yeah, he pushes him really, really hard. Dalton's plan was to like fucking blow himself up on Walpole too. He was gonna like, gonna blow him. He like pulled out like a layer of dynamite. He's like, I'm gonna go kill this guy. And that was the whole plan, but by the time they get here, everything's like resolved. He's like, no, you don't need to do anything that any of that, bro. And like his top two men, like whatever, they're like nobody. And yeah, they save the land. Um, and I think we're at the end of here. Uh, it's basically like you know everyone realizing, hey, it's over. Um, the doctor's like, like healing everyone. The wrap up episode. Yeah, it's like the wrap up of the arc, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think. Nami, she's still not letting Nami go, but Nami has the key, and she's like, "If you let me go, um, I, I'll let you have the key, basically." And she she says, "Like, well, if I walk out, it's like, no, I'm not gonna let you out, but I'm not gonna leave any guards, and I'm gonna walk out and leave for a bit, and all this shit, basically, like hinting, like, get out of here before I come mm-hmm. back, and um." Look at that. Look at Chopper's yeah. got a little tongue out. Yeah, Chopper's little tongue out. Um, uh, basically, like, he's like... Chopper's like, oh, I still can't leave yet, right? Like, basically feeling like he's still not done. <laughs> and Luffy's mm-hmm. still like, I want to take him with us. Luffy's not taking no for an answer. Yeah. I th- 
One day, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to like remember. It's like Chopper's like being wishy washy. Like, well, one day I'll go and and like I really appreciate you guys. And Luffy's like, shut up, let's go. Like we're going. Like we're gonna take you out there. You're our friend now. Yeah, <laughs> you don't. And then Zoro's, yeah, like you don't tell them people to join you by telling them to shut up. Basically, she tells what's her name? Ku Ku something. Kureha. 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 He tells her, "Hey, I'm going out. I'm going out." And she kind of like pushes Chopper away a bit, and she's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> um, she's kind of acting like a dickhead. Dickhead to him, and he just like runs off and is and is leaving. Meanwhile, there's all these cannons being set up, and you really don't know why, but it's like the arsenal that the uh, the king was like Hulk. hiding. Yeah, yeah, but but they're like setting it all up. Uh, eventually, Chopper comes out, and like Korea is just like chasing them out, like she's like running them out basically, um, or she's trying to act like she is. But there's like, a nice little scene of like of just his Chopper's time with. Dr. Kareha. Yeah, it was time with Dr. Kareha, but there's like a little scene. I mean, she, she's like crying and like showing that she's happy. He's like moving on. He's like, oh shit, I forgot my doctor's tools. And, and someone's like, oh, this little backpack? And um, it was like Kareha had like packed his things for him and all that already. Because yeah, he like runs off like without thinking, right? Um, but yeah, he has like memories of Kareha, who was like, you know, been another like parental figure for him um and she uh, gets all the cannons to shoot the doctor's concoction uh into the sky for for uh chopper's farewell and it's like this it looks like basically like a large a large um cherry blossom tree and you know and chopper takes it you know of course very personally um and, and thanks them basically like yells thank you for Everything she did for him, and that's kind of like where it wraps up. Yeah, Tony, Tony Chopper, that's what I'll call you, which is an incredible name. There's, there's like an end credit scene where like they're all on the ship and everyone's acting like goofballs and like acting crazy, and Chopper's like doesn't really know how to act. Um, they're like getting chopsticks and like stuffing them in their noses and shit. Uh, yeah, this is where the scene where. He's like, oh shit, I for- I forgot everything. Um, but they realize that Nami is like, oh, who made this backpack? And the choppers again, thankful for Kareha again. <laughs> but like everyone's like fucking around. And, and but Chopper's like, I'm having so much fun. Oh yeah. They don't even know Chopper's a doctor. They were just asking him to join. They were asking him to just join him because he's mm-hmm. interesting. And that's it. <laughs> and now he's like, why do you think I asked him? He's like, oh, you're a doctor. You're incredible. Oh, yeah. And then this episode is not really important. It just kind of shows that Dalton had met. Met um, Vivi at some point in like the world government meetings. Right. And, and war, war fuck. Oh, he was being like a dick to her trying to like instigate shit but nami took it like an adult and didn't like cause a ruckus even though she really got hurt because uh, that king's a dick it does show a picture of someone here this guy is clearly the guy in the red the green hood from the luke town arc uh-huh this is tattoo i'm guessing this will be a mm-hmm. way important character at some point but they call him dragon 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 
That yet. is the dude from that is the cloak dude from that, Luke, Luke Town. I mean, it's super obvious, right? But it's nice to see, like, oh, hey, they're bringing this dude back. Okay, he's very important. He's someone we'll get to eventually, I imagine. But it's not, not um, not whole much is known. Not a whole bunch yeah. is known right now. Yeah, not a whole bunch is known. Uh, the some of the guards from the Wa- the Walpole Kingdom, whatever that kingdom's called, were like, oh, we have a message for this Luffy guy. Some dude left it for us a long time ago uh, to meet him in Alabasta. And it's like this black hooded figure. Um, he calls himself Ace, and he skips out on the bill and doesn't pay the restaurant, runs off because <laughs> he's broke his shit too. And there's a there's a weird scene where like Gureha's looking at 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 the the flyer for Luffy and His wanted poster. Yeah, she, apparently, like, she knew Goldie Roger. Mm-hmm. Right? And, like, or has some references. Like, oh, that's what they call Goldie these days. But she's, like, looking at Luffy's posters, like, like something. Yeah, so the Will D was still alive. Or so something with Luffy's last name or middle initial is important. Um, they're definitely, like, hinting at something. I'm not sure exactly what. Like, Luffy's still, like, a anomaly. Like who is who hmm. is he, right? Because he's who is this Luffy guy? Who is this, this monkey Luffy, Luffy guy? Well, it's because you got to think about it, right? Like Shanks is just hanging out with this random kid on this random island, like this crazy mm-hmm. powerful pirate. So and like, how did they meet initially, right? Like him and Shanks, um, mm-hmm. and why does he have like such an interest in this kid in general, right? Like, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. May- maybe it has something to do with the pirate king, right? Or, and I don't know if I would like that. If like, oh, he's like the Pirate King's son, and that's why he's going to be the next Pirate. Like, I know anime loves to do that her- hereditary shit. Um, mm-hmm. Which I guess if how they do it will be fine. But there's clearly something. Like, is he a reincarnation or, mm. or something? Right? It, maybe. I feel like you're asking all the right questions, Adrian. Yeah, I'm hoping it's just not as simple as oh, it's like his kid or his grandson or something. I'm hoping mm-hmm. it probably end up going to be being like that, but here's you know we'll keep going. Like I'm not, I'm still having fun with the show, right? You know, mm-hmm. it, it is an old show, so it, a lot of that you know family and like destiny stuff is part of anime, but they're definitely hinting at who the hell is Luffy, right? And mm-hmm. there's something more to this kid than just him eating a gum gum fruit. And that's really it. Like it just shows like a little bit, bit of clips of um, uh, Crocodile, who's like the hero of Alabasta, because he's always like crushing pirates who try to invade. So mm-hmm. the people were like really look up to him. So it's gonna be really tough to take him down. And and then they explain the numbers of like a hey who's left, and that's really about it number two still tracing them and never found number two was supposed to kill number three on the way back and did not find them because clearly they lost so crocodile thinks that vv and them are dead but looks like they're <clears throat> gonna get to alabaster just fine and that's where we end uh that arc um those arcs right we covered a lot of fucking episodes it's like 30 something episodes and yeah, it's, I am 
I'm a part I'm a good ways into the Alabaster arc, right? And that'll probably be its own episode on its own because that's like 30 something episodes. But so far, like I like Vivi and Karu and all these new characters, definitely. I just like don't care about the villains, but I do care about like the overall thing that is happening and what they're trying to do. And once they get mm-hmm. to Alabasta, it feels like the ball is finally rolling and they're not like dick. It's not like they were dicking around with Chopper. Like it was important, right? It didn't feel like filler. Mm-hmm. The island, the little island felt like filler, right? It definitely like, didn't add anything. You could probably cut that out and be fine. Right. Cause like the, uh, but the Navi would have never gotten sick. But the Nami, but she like could have gotten sick. I mean, that's the only thing, the connecting thing, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. The important connecting thing. Um, but maybe it's like they were supposed to introduce giants, and at some point we're going to see giants again and go to their land. It's definitely like a world building arc, right? The little island on like, oh, this is how the Grand Line works. There's some other crazy races out here as well, and so forth, right? So it's like a little. So it's it's main story but it definitely does not have too much to in the story um after the um the bounty hunter island place and then chopper of course is like they've mentioned multiple multiple times that they need to add a doctor because these guys are getting jacked up every arc mm-hmm. like zoro's half dead every damn freaking arc at this point and is he's cut up all over the place so they they've mentioned they need a duck. Luffy keeps need, saying they need a musician as well, which I'm certain will probably happen at some point. Mm. But but it's really funny that it's like okay, we'll probably meet a musician at some point. Um, let's see. And yeah, that's all I really have to say. Like, I I just I just like Chopper right, and I like Karu and all these new characters, and. I'm excited to see more with them. Uh, so where where exactly did Karu come back? It, we never came oh, up on him again. Yeah, that was I, never brought up. Yeah, you just said that him. he like fell in the water. He never came back. But yeah, he like disappears for the arc. At the very end, when they get back on the ship, um, Vivi's like, Vivi's like, um, like well, Karu, what happened? You were like a block of ice and like frozen solid, and why why were you in the water? And like she's like freaking out. Um, uh-huh. And this is to like reveal that Chopper can understand language. Uh, because Karu says, "I thought Zoro was dead in the water because he was diving mm-hmm. and he never he came back out, animals. and he was trying to help him." Um, and 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 Chopper relays that information to them, right? So, and then everyone gets mad at Zoro and like beats him up. He's like, "Oh, it's actually your fault." Uh, but it's just like a device to use to reveal that Chopper has this ability. Yeah. But speak to it, animals yeah yeah it's just like a really funny gag too because again they're just mm-hmm. picking on zoro um for being a dumbass and poor karu was like frozen for like eight minutes that's straight and just forgot all about him but yeah but yeah that that's that, that's it there um yeah it's, again i'm just next next arc will be the alabasta arc um like yeah like i imagine like for you a lot of these episodes are just like fucking what? When did this happen? Because like, this who would go back and watch these? Like, maybe right. there's, there's watch some of that chopper arc. There's bits and pieces that I still remember, like in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. But there's like, you know, it's just 
weird things decided to stick. I don't know. Just like that scene mm-hmm. where where Zoro and Luffy fight at uh that one island. Which is like a hilarious one. goof, yeah. Right. Which... I remember Chopper and his little quirkiness. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and I imagine he's gonna be a main staple of the series for years to come at this mm-hmm. point. Uh it's really it's really we odd to get like a mascot character like almost a hundred episodes in. But hey, this is when Chopper shows up. Uh I, I mean when you think One Piece, you don't immediately think Chopper, but you do remember him after you see him. I did know right. he was part of the crew, right? Uh but he's not like fucking blue blue kid. What's his name? Happy? He's yeah, like he's exactly. like everywhere in that series, right? He, he's just been there since the beginning. He's like, oh, this yeah. is my little friend. Yeah, little bud, my little buddy. Mm-hmm. But, but he's definitely like cuteness, sell toys, done, got <laughs> it, nailed it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's all I really have to say about this arc here. Um, again, um, this. It, in terms of the alabaster arc, do you remember much about it? Like, how do you feel? Like, this next actual big bad and, like, what we're going mm-hmm. into next. Um, how much do you remember about it? Do you remember liking it? Yeah. I remember I liked it quite a bit. Crocodile yeah. is, like, an actual uh, force to be reckoned with. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I remember he was so cool. And he... Do you, you don't know his powers or anything at this point, right? You don't know what he does. No, I I don't know. Right. He has a golden claw. And that's like literally all it's I a know. golden claw. Yeah. Of course, he's the devil fruit user. Mm-hmm. That's, not, of course. that's not a spoiler. He's a warlord of the sea. He's an actual he's the toughest guy they fight up to this point. And mm-hmm. that can't be said every time. Just like you said, Wapole. Wapole sucks. He's not very good. They fought way stronger people by yeah. the time they've gotten to Wapole. This guy's an actual big bad. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm excited to see like the plans come to fruition and stuff. He does not seem like a villain where like he's gonna let these characters get in his way. Like he's probably gonna still mostly do what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like, because um, yeah, he just gives off from everything I see, he gives off that energy. Even though like the number squad is really dumb. Like I don't know how you feel about the number squad. But they're also lame. Yeah, I mean, they're just little. Like Miss All Sunday looks cool and like is threatening, but she had that scene of that explosion, so you're like, okay, this lady's a bad bitch. Plus, but she's then... she's paired with Crocodile, and she's so... paired with Crocodile, so you're like, okay, here's Boss One and Boss Two. Mm-hmm. Um, but like the rest of the crew, right, is just like Number Three, and then Number Two, the ballerina person, Von Von Clay. Yeah, Von Von Clay. Yeah. And that guy, like, he's goofy. He's I remember goofy. liking him. He's a pretty goofy dude. The, the voice acting's really good. It's like screechy and annoying in all the right ways, which is kind of supposed to be. And and yeah, it's again, it's the villains are like the best part. A lot, like a lot of the best part of the series, and when they like, like shit's actually happening, right? Like when they actually right get shit done. Um, yeah, and, and yeah, the next arc. Well, the next time we talk, it'll be the Alabasta arc. It'll be about 30, 30 or so episodes, I think, from what I saw in that chart. And then we'll be finished with the second saga, second of I don't know how many. 
uh, how many sagas okay. is it is it spoilers to know when the time skip is yes is that is, is i imagine we got a long way to go yeah of course right because i imagine the time skip was not recent but mm-hmm. a ways into it but shit still got a ways shit dude this is only like episode 90 something <laughs> are you kidding me <laughs> like for sure there's like let me see uh, I don't think the newest episode is out, but this is the wrong. We're at a thousand, right? Yeah, we're over a thousand, but uh, we're we're a tenth there. It, to be I fair, I want to give you an exact number. Yeah. Okay. So no, the newest episode hasn't come out yet. Four weeks, and we're like a tenth there, right? So maybe in like a year, year and a half, we'll be done and caught up. Okay. Uh, it depends at our rate. The today's episode will be one thousand and twenty-two. Damn. And is it? Do they take breaks every season, or is it just like they're just always going? Mm. When I was watching the series, it was off and on. So yeah, or I was off and on. So I I didn't keep up if there was oh, actual yeah. hiatus or anything. I don't remember them saying anything because. Especially for One Piece, if it, there was a hiatus, there is a. Uh, it would be big news. Because right now, they're about to go on a hiatus, and they announced it. The, oh, dude's, yeah, gonna, the dude's gonna step away for a, like a couple months or something. But that's the manga, though, right? Yeah, that's the manga. Uh huh. Um, because, yeah, like, didn't you say like they had a bunch of episodes, but they didn't finish them because of COVID or something like that? Like no, the, the show uh, went on hiatus or something. I don't remember. I don't think there ever was a hiatus during COVID, but something had happened yeah. to where they got they got hacked. The, <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. The the studio got hacked or something, and then they had to like stop airing shows for a couple weeks to get everything sorted. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. I remember you mentioning something about that. Yeah, that wasn't not that wasn't too long ago. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, just uh, we're a hundred episodes in. <laughs> we're a fourth of the way there. Um, we'll keep going. But yeah, this is. But yeah, again, this has been the three fourths of the Alabasta saga, right? Don't really need necessarily name every arc because there's a lot of them that we went through. But three fourths of the Alabasta saga knocked out. We'll be back with the. Uh, the actual alabasta arc the finale uh next week or hopefully next week it depends on how scheduling goes and all that because uh, i believe some of us are might be busy but we'll see how we turned it out but until next time my name is adrian uh this is my channel random drop please if you can hit subscribe like comment uh it helps us out in algorithms helps a lot a lot of more people find us um also special thank you to our friend Shayna who created this new background that was in last episode i don't even know if i mentioned it last episode but thank you to her um, i'm a bad friend but she's incredibly talented and I, I she did it for free without me asking or anything like that and she came with this incredible artwork in the on just how it's laid out like every when i saw it dude i was straight up like of course I want this. This is incredible. Like, 
Like, what, what am I going to say with the piece of shit I had? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. If I said no, holy hell no, dude. Give me that. And A true supporter of the podcast and the channel. Yeah, true support. It's just a good friend. Um, and again, very talented. But again, like, comment, and subscribe. You can find me on Twitter at Rando0268. Uh, Bryce, where they can find you? Uh, if you want to hang out with me, I am on Twitch. Uh, Twitch TV twitch.tv slash x x and i'm on twitter as well you can give me that follow i'm also at x x yeah and you may find a lot of us playing the quarry um on i think my channel on twitch right now um by the time this goes up i, I think we're gonna play the quarry with some friends if you want to you know watch us play that spoopy game but again This has been the Bite of Gum Gum Podcast, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Oh, we took a bite of gum gum.